Good evening and welcome to another episode of Tell the Truth and Be Free, a podcast committed to keeping it real. I am your host and favorite podcaster, Free. You can follow me at IG at That Girl Freedom and Facebook at Freedom Rain. This is season one, episode three on the topic of building yourself. Building yourself. So I was in a conversation with my dad and he told me a story of Tyler Perry and how in an interview he was asked what would be one reason for which he would not want to ever be poor. So Tyler Perry answered the interviewer and said that it would be flying commercial because it is a waste of time and causes major delay and inconvenience. So he then posed the same question to me and asked me like free, why would you not, what is one reason you would not want to be poor? So I told him that it would be not having to live at the mercy of anyone. My dad paused for a moment and said, well, I think we all, are, we all are at the mercy of someone. I abruptly disagreed, and this is the reason I gave him. I told him that I did not want to be at the mercy of others or anyone else because people who find themselves at the mercy of others or anyone for that matter doesn't quite know how to navigate. And what I mean by this is that I would hate to have to wait on another person's actions or response in order for me to do what I need to do for myself. So I believe that life is full of many options rather than mandates. Nobody is forced or mandated to stay where they don't want to be, no matter how tough that situation may be. You see, I've come to know that when a person, or myself included, do not like a certain situation, I have the leverage to simply change it. I always jokingly say that I have the spirit of get up and leave. It doesn't take me long or much to just get up and leave. When I feel like a situation or circumstance is not ideal or it is causing a lot of, you know, mental anguish, I should say, or causing me to feel a certain way that I don't enjoy feeling, then I'm just one decision away from fixing that. Um, you know, too many people are in very uncomfortable situations and are complaining about it daily, every day of their lives, that their lives or ideal situations could not be, but are still in the same mess when they can actually just change it. You see, change doesn't come overnight, but when one is resolute in their mind about change, they will go the extra lengths to make it happen, legally and rationally, of course. (laughs) You see, so you don't know how hurtful poverty is until you have to wait for someone's bread to drop before you can eat. Let me say that again. You don't know how hurtful poverty is until you have to wait for someone else's bread to drop before you can eat. And I may not be talking about poverty because we're in the U.S. We may not be necessarily poor because many of us are just the working class. But you don't know how hurtful a situation is until you are literally at the mercy of that person. Okay? Relying heavily or solely on someone to do something is a clear indicator that that person lacks a level of faith. And I say faith because in order for one to make a change, they must first believe that they can make that change. And that is where faith comes in. You see, there are folks, young and old, 
who have the capacity to have lived, and I say to have lived because everyone's life could be better. So everyone has the capacity to have lived a better life, acquired a level of education or degree, or make their own money, bought their own homes, bought their own cars, made investments, and make the life that they dream of, but have not because one way or the other, they have become reliant or have been waiting on another person to come and do it for them or to join them in making it happen. Many people have put their life on the back burner in hopes that a Prince Charming is going to come or a savior or a destiny changer is going to come and change their lives. But when in reality, everyone's destiny is actually in their own hands, God first. So thus, when we think that way, we're in the same old cycles, still waiting for a savior, when in reality, you can actually just save yourselves. But every man's destiny, as I said, or happiness is in their own hands. It's a matter of what are you going to do? And it's just one decision away. You see, there's a saying that those who can't swim always take a life jacket and they make sure to stay close to shore because they know a lifeguard may not always be on duty. So they prepare themselves to swim. In the case that anything happens, they can easily get out. I'll tell you a personal story of mine. In 2011, I was dating a Nigerian guy and may his soul rest in peace. This man loved me like crazy and would do anything for me. It was because of this man that I owned my first iPhone in 2011, which he paid for in full. At the time, he had just come out of the Navy. And of course, he, you know, he had a little bit of money and was living off of his um, GI Bill, as they call it. But it was through that when I met him, he was actually the one who also helped me to get into my first apartment. And I'll tell you how I got this money. So one time I was actually living in a, uh, I should say, an independent kind of like living situation. I was in a program, you know, that allows young women, young girls to get to a place of self-sufficiency. So I was in like this, uh, this home for girls or whatever it is. And I was looking to get my own apartment. And I think we were in a conversation and, um, I don't know what what it is we're actually talking about, but I said, and it wasn't because I wanted anything from him, but the topic just came up. And I remember telling him, I said, you know, James, the Bible says somewhere along the line, I don't know the exact scripture, but it says that it is wrong for you to be in the place or position to give somebody something or to help somebody and you refuse to do it. I don't know what the, the scripture is. So when he looked it up, he actually saw it. And I think a day or two later, he told me to come outside and we went to a park. So while we're just walking and talking, I sat down and he put out a check for $1,000, which was way more at the time than what I needed to move into my own place. I think I just needed like maybe half of that. But he surprised me with the check. And I said, you know, James, it's, it's, I didn't say this to get anything from you. It was just a conversation. He said, I know. But it was that moment that he handed me my first thousand dollar check. <laughs> and then he tore the check and gave me the cash. Okay. And I'm smiling because, whew, yeah, girl, have always been blessed with some good men. Anyway, so he was the reason that I got my first apartment in New York and he paid the rent. <laughs> Talk about balling. I mean, any man that can pay a woman's rent, 
in full every month. <laughs> he was a keeper. <laughs> but anyway, he was the reason that I got my first apartment and he actually furnished it for me. So amongst all of my friends, I was the most envied and well cared for because I had this man in my life. But something happened in the midst of our relationship and he took it a whole different, you know, left field and reacted in a manner that I was not expecting or didn't see coming. So after this heated argument, the next day I went to my job. At the time I actually worked for Macy's in New York and I returned by the evening. Upon entering, I quickly saw that everything in the apartment were gone. So for a moment I thought, hmm, we might have gotten robbed or whatever, but I quickly realized that the picture of the two of us hanging on the wall was also gone. But I figured now, <laughs> I don't think of all the things a robber could take, you know, that our photo would be one, <laughs> you know, unless he was just like, or whoever the robber was, was just like jealous of that picture because it was nice, of course. <laughs> so anyway, I called my then fiance, which leads me to another part. He had actually proposed in 2011 on my birthday. So this was like, you know, somewhere in 2011 or whatever. So he proposed and we were behind a trash can. <laughs> and I was like, I was still, I think I was still really mad about what he did and whatever. And I, I, I don't know why, but he went to the mall, bought a really nice ring. And he proposed to me behind a trash can. Okay, so it was kind of like a ghetto, kind of ghetto, fabulous kind of engagement. <laughs> so at the time, he was my fiance by then. So <laughs> when I came to find out, um, he was the one who actually took everything out of the apartment because he was upset. He felt, okay, this is it. We're going to break up or whatever it is. So he took everything out of the apartment. Fast forward, it was that day that I realized that being at the mercy of anyone would never be something that I would ever have to deal with again. It was that day in 2011 that I decided that I would be independent and I would not need anything from anyone. So because now I didn't know what to do or where to start. And without him at the time, I felt emptied, I felt void, I felt lost. Talk about a room without walls, I felt emptied. So I was at his mercy because I had nothing of my own at the time and it hurt so bad that I was at his, his mercy, like literally. So I think I can say that at the time I had absolutely nothing of my own, like I said. And it was also that day that I decided that I would not wait for anyone, man or woman, to do anything for me. If I can do it myself, I would rather take the route of doing it myself. And I think that's where that spirit of independence uh, comes in um, with me and my personality type is I just I I would I think I despise because hate is a strong word I despise delay I despise procrastination anything that I feel is causing me to not move to the next step becomes a serious issue for me and I think it was due to the situation over time of course that I realized I don't like delay and I hate waiting on somebody in order for me to do something. So I had absolutely nothing and I was at his mercy. But I decided that day that I would not need any man nor woman to sign anything for me or do anything for me if I could do it myself. So it was that day 
that from then on, I could sign my own lease. I bought my own car in my own name, paid my own vehicle insurance, my own rent, and did the things that I wanted to do for myself without waiting or needing anyone to do it for me. You see, there's a reason that a child's umbilical cord is cut from their mother. Because at some point, we have to do certain things on our own and we have to do it for ourselves. A mother can give birth to a child, but she can't breathe for the child. She can't eat for the child. You know, it's pretty alarming the amount of women and men included who have neglected their own personal goals or lacking self-motivation because they are waiting on someone to come into their lives and make it better. It is a it is a high deception for someone to go about life day in and day out, waiting for someone to come into their life, a Prince Charming, a queen or somebody to come and make life better when you can actually make it better yourself. It is better to acquire what it what it is you want rather than expect it to come from someone else. And so I think that's where the expectations, you know, or the issues that we face in relationship comes in because a lot of females, men included, who don't have certain things are expecting it from other people. Because if you can have something of your own, don't expect someone to give you something that you yourself don't have for yourself. And if you can get something for yourself, you see, um, that leads me to say this, and perhaps it's just my opinion. There's a reason a lot of celebrities' relationships don't last because each person in that relationship have become so independent that they can do just about everything for themselves as much as that other person can do it for them. You know, because they have built the lives that they wanted independently of that individual. So they no longer, when you cannot live at the mercy of someone, it also becomes like, what I should say, it it becomes easier for you to kind of navigate and make certain decisions. And there, there's other great areas to that as well. But just something to think about. So there are folks who pretty much are in some very eerie uncomfortable situations, even abusive, because they don't believe in themselves enough to create the type of outcome that they deserve. Okay, Matthew chapter 19, verse 25 to 26, it says, it talks about the stories of the disciples and, you know, on the topic of salvation. And it says that when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, who then can be saved? So Jesus looked at them, looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Although we're not talking about salvation, but I want to focus on the verse, on verse B, which says that with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. It is easy to be led down, manipulated, deceived, maltreated, mishandled by people, especially where you might be at their mercy. But if you believe by faith in the Lord, you can do exploits. Every person is capable and have the potential to make just about anything possible or happen for them. But until one can first decide that what they want and that they want that change, only then can the necessary change come. You know, Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 um, through 7, it says that do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, in every circumstance, by prayer and by petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. 
And I like part C that says, uh, uh, present your request to God is because I can request from men. They will take their own time in doing it. And they may not even do it right. But if I can wait on God, and while waiting, I am working, I'm able to obtain and or acquire that which I desire for myself. And it goes on to say, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, and I also like the part that says peace. When a person wants peace in their life, and you want to live a life of peace, where there is no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no mental anguish, there's no manipulation, deceit, or any hurtful things happening to you, that is where you need to put yourself in a place of where you believe in yourself that you can actually build something of your own and not have to wait and be at the mercy of any Prince Charming or princess to make life happen for you. Ultimately, a person's destiny is in his own hand, especially in the hand of God. It can be very costly to wait on another person's actions or response in order to make it happen for yourself. And lastly, I'll close with it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, it says, And I can do all things to him who strengthens me. So if God can give you the strength to do all things independently, there is no telling what you can do. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I'll leave you with this. The only mercy you should be at is the mercy of God, which is renewed every morning. And because with mankind, mercy can run out. So there is absolutely no gain in being at the mercy of anyone. I hope today's podcast has blessed you and has uplifted your spirit, whether you're listening this morning, this afternoon, or this evening. And I want to once again welcome you to another episode of Tell the Truth and Be Free, a podcast committed to keeping it real. I'm your humble host and your soon-to-be favorite podcaster, Free. I want you to follow me on IG at That Girl Freedom and Facebook at Freedom Rain. Please leave a comment, a share, or a follow. Again, this is Season 1, Episode 3 on the topic, Building Yourself. I'll see you soon.